0: Welcome back to Round Guy, the podcast. And we have a very special guest today, David Fine, the voice of the Iowa Heartlanders hockey team, a minor league team affiliated with the Minnesota Wild. Uh, he's going t- First, he's going to tell us about the Extreme Arena. Uh, Steve, go ahead and take over. David Fine, uh, tickled to talk with you,
1: sir. Uh, hockey, it's hockey everywhere. But uh, especially in the uh, Iowa City Coralville area, David, welcome to the program. It's great to be here. Thank you for
2: inviting me on. I appreciate you guys for uh, for giving me giving me a chance here
1: for round one of the uh, some Heartlanders talk. Tell us about this brand new facility. I have heard about it, I, I uh, uh, but vaguely. So I understand it's like. Uh, the epicenter of activity in the Iowa City-Coralville area. Let's talk a little bit about that first.
2: For sure. So the uh, Extreme Arena, which is located in, uh, in Coralville, as you said, it's about a mile and a half from Kinnick Stadium. So, I mean, you're right down the road from the campus. You can walk there in, in 20 minutes, honestly, 30 minutes, uh, depending on if you can uh, pregame for a, for a football game. But, no, the brand-new arena here, it, it's spectacular. It's a great, great time. 5,000-seat arena. It programmed in 2018, eventually opened in 2020. But because of the pandemic, this is really the first calendar year of events. There weren't really many big events here until the uh, summer and the early fall with a few concerts like Toby Keith um, and a a few others that have come through. But this area here, it's been a 10- to 15-year kind of development project. And what separates the extreme arena from how you think about how, you know, professional sports teams kind of, and cities kind of design arenas. And a lot of the time it's it's done in the opposite way of it was done here. There was already the infrastructure of four or five hotels, a bunch of brand new condos, a ton of restaurants and shops that are very mom and pop uh, oriented, uh, not like, you know, big franchises, but, more mom and pop oriented, uh, you know, restaurants and shops. And then the arena came in after all that was already here to dr- continue to drive the, uh, you know, business development and the uh, revenue coming into the area. Whereas a lot of times it's done the opposite way. if the arena gets there first and then you kind of hope and pray that eventually some of these things will come in the shops and the restaurants and hotels and condos. But as a result of them doing it this way, A lot of people in Coralville and Iowa City already know that you on a Friday night can go grab a bite to eat in this area. And, hey, if you want to come to a hockey game or an event after at extreme arena, then that's what you should do. I was describing to Steve just before or to Dave just before we got on the call here, Steve, is that you walk into this arena. It's nestled in a sort of three by three block, nine square blocks of shops and restaurants and hotels. You walk in the main entrance. It's a beautiful brand-new rotunda with local arts uh, depicting the Coralville and Iowa City area to your left and your right. Then you walk through the main rotunda, and you walk right onto the concourse. And it's an open-concept sort of one-level building, 5,000-seat bowl uh, in the middle there. And you look down. You're kind of in the corner, but the view that you have is perfectly directly across of even the other concourse because, again, it's an open concept with, again, local art, and the sheets are black, most of them, and then a designer's touch that they put on here is that a, a random number of seats are also yellow-colored, and they're not in any one particular order, and it adds character to the building, and it pays homage also to the Coralville uh, or to the uh, University of Iowa women's volleyball team's colors and the Heartlanders' colors, and that yellow-slash-old gold Sort of style, and the seats—those these yellow gold seats—are randomly placed uh, to to add some intimidation factor and some character to the building. It's a marvelous facility here. It, it really just continues to grow. Um, the people of Coralville know about it well, and what we're starting to see from the hockey team perspective is that. The number of folks that are coming from out of town, whether it's up in Cedar Rapids, 30 minutes away, south of town in Washington, even west, you know, closer to Des Moines, and some of the Des Moines suburbs, people are starting to learn about this building. And once you walk in for the first time, it really, have you never been here before, it's kind of a wow of the whole area and the building. So I'm really enjoying my first year living in Coralville, Iowa City. And a big part is that there's a brand new arena here that's wonderful to work in and be a part of.
1: Now, David, I'm, I'm still trying to get a fix on, on where it's located. Uh, uh, and I haven't been uh, east of, of Des Moines here for so long uh, that I'm only trying to imagine where it's at. Now, it's, you're kind of right in the heart of Coralville and probably not too far from uh, the University of Iowa's uh, soccer fields and women's mm-hmm. softball complex, Right.
2: Yeah, that's exactly right. So if you get off um, I-80 there at the Coralville, and it says Coralville Extreme Arena exit Exit 242 on I-80, if you're going to the east, it's the exit before downtown, you make a right off the interstate, you go a block right, and then you turn left. There's a Trader Joe's right there, and you end up making a left, go by the Trader Joe's, and there's a University of Iowa Health uh, healthcare facility, one of their newer facilities. Then you hit all the restaurants, the shops, just a block later, all the restaurants, the shops, and the arena is right there as you turn um, off the, basically a block and a half from the highway. You can see the arena. If you went down about another half a mile or so, you would be, like you just said, by the uh, softball field, women's soccer, uh, women's soccer field, field hockey's down there, I think too. Um, and then from there, you're only really another, you know, three quarters of a mile. You'd be at Kenneth Stadium and directly on campus too. So it's it's awesome. It's great that it's so close off the interstate as well. It's an ease for people to get in and and get out after big events as well. It really helps that way. And, uh, again, it's an an area where a lot of people have eyes on it that are uh, frequenting Iowa City and Coralville.
1: Now, other than your minor league hockey team, of which you're the voice of, the Iowa Heartlanders, is that it? Yes, the Iowa Heartlanders uh,
2: hockey team and A hockey, the ECHL.
1: Okay, what – Uh, What other programs or what other teams are going to be playing there? Are are you aware of any uh, in addition to the hockey?
2: Yes. So uh, the women's volleyball team for the University of Iowa uh, also plays here, Hawkeyes volleyball team. And then they've had various wrestling competitions as well as some basketball competitions here as well, basketball tournaments. Um, I'm not aware specifically of what teams have played basketball. I know that some of the – there's been some uh, – like local wrestling meets and and tournaments here. Um, but yeah, the, the main thing here has been the hockey and the women's volleyball so far. Now, with that being said, what makes the facility so great and varied is that right attached to it is this family field house, the Green State family field house that allows for things to go on throughout the entire week. There's basketball leagues that are just, you know, kind of like you know, rec-, rec league type things that go on. Um, and and it, it, it always make sure that there's people in the building and around the arena because there's the field house that you can walk right into. And then you can walk through from the arena to the field house, right to the hotel, the Staybridge Suites, that's attached to the arena
1: as well. Well, that's going to be a, an amazing addition uh, for recreation and, and the uh, professional hockey as well. But, uh You know, hockey is such a a, a fastly growing sport uh, everywhere, and and it makes sense now. Are there going to be some amateur hockey teams taking advantage of the facility as well? Well, yeah, there was a club
2: hockey game for the University of Iowa here as well, um, right before one of our games. So the uh, Hawkeyes men's club team played, which is considered right at the amateur level NCAA club hockey uh, but yeah, it's it, this is a pro hockey facility as well. I think the size dictates that as well, Stephen Dave, and that 5,000 seats is a perfect number of seats to watch a minor league pro hockey game. The same thing, like it's uh, the minor league baseball model. Play players go from here to the level above, and then to the big show in the NHL and major league baseball. If it was minor league baseball, where you're playing in front of tens of thousands. But here in Iowa City, Coralville, and the corridor with Cedar Rapids, 5,000 seats makes it very intimate. There's no bad seats in the building. And the main focus of this building is a a pro-hockey facility where players will develop here and then eventually make their way up through the system into the Minnesota Wild of the NHL.
0: Hey, Steve, can I jump in here? Uh, I I went to the – I've been to the Extreme Arena, and I about needed a forklift to – Get my jaw off the floor because I just couldn't believe how great this is. Now I understand you've had uh, uh, you got Nelly coming in there, you got the Harlem Globetrotters coming in there to so talk a little bit about the other entertainment, the musical and and otherwise just entertainment that's coming in. It's not hockey.
2: Yeah, just like you said, because the building can do so much because it's 5,000 seats. So there is the Heartlanders and the women's volleyball. But, yeah, coming in right just in a couple days from now, I don't know whether episode will be out by this time, but on the 12th of January, Arm Globetrotters are here. After that, there's Girls State Wrestling that goes on here. And then I forgot to mention, uh, and Iowa USA State Wrestling is coming in a few weeks as well, and uh, some of the more musical acts are coming in the spring and then the summer as they – Often do the winter can sometimes be the down season, but like yeah, I'll get to the music in a second. But also next year here the girls' state the girls' state volleyball, a high school girls' state volleyball is coming down here from Cedar Rapids, and that was something that that the building's designed for events like that. Besides just hockey, it can hold any sport, and it can hold in a 5,000 seat kind of uh, uh, I'm trying to think of it, intimate setting. Um, these kind of events, Cody Johnson's coming in March, obviously a big country artist, and then the events just kind of keep on coming. And and there's a few more that are probably going to be announced here on the musical side, because it is still uh, the the dead of winter now, I guess you could say, Uh, that'll come up in the the summer and then hopefully next fall. But the main thing over the next few weeks here and next few months is that there's going to be a lot of different types of sporting events here that will help them transition, I, I guess you could say, until the... Into the summer season, which will be great.
0: You already had Toby Keith play there. I think Nellie's coming up to play there. So, yeah, there's a lot of great entertainment.
2: Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's what's so great about it is there's always people down in this area now. And like I said, in terms of the arena being where it is and how it helps the there is the hockey team, is that because people already knew about the buildings and uh, the shops and the restaurants and the hotels here, um and the meeting space and conference centers and and whatnot but now having the arena it just adds that that sort of nightlife feel and people go out for dinner and then can go to an event and it makes it uh packed on a friday and saturday night almost every weekend now because of the heartlanders playing the home game and that helps drive the business in the entire area which is awesome
1: dave i'm uh, we're talking to David Fine, a voice of the Iowa Heartlanders, a uh, minor league affiliate with the Minnesota Wild, about their brand new facility there in uh, Coralville. I, I'm uh, eager for you to tell me uh, about parking and, it, and its availability. Because again, as I'm picturing this, I I would imagine there's going to be a uh, uh, a good deal of of uh, visitors, and and I'm wondering about the, the ability to have parking spots for them.
2: Yeah, and you say that, and that's exactly right because there's a total of one, two, three, four, five, six different lots uh, just in this area here, and it's not like a, a lot where there's ten spaces. I mean, you're talking about lots that have hundreds, uh, hundreds, and hundreds of spaces, and are multiple levels as well. And the nice thing about it as well is that like from the Heartlanders side, we have one particular, we call it the Heartlanders lot, which is the South parking lot. There's hundreds of parking spots. It takes four or five minutes. There's no cars there to cut through. If you're cutting through diagonally, you'd be walking for four or five minutes just to get from one end to the other. So there's a lot of parking there um, for events like this. But then if for some reason on a big night, those spots are filled and you wanted to catch an earlier spot, you can park on the street. And the good thing is that it's, two-hour street parking, but the street parking time ends, I think, at 6 p.m., so if you're going there for a night event, you could park at 6.30, and your car stays there on the street, and you're fine for the rest of the event. The two-hour parking would have you know been been done at that point. They're not trying to ticket you um, for, for, for that time, which is nice. Additionally, there's also the five other lots that you can park in, too, and the parking is affordable. And additionally to that, with the Heartlanders, when you buy a ticket, if you went on the Iowa Heartlanders website, Iowa Heartlanders tickets, and you go through purchasing a ticket, what ends up happening is it gives you an option to add a free parking pass to it. So you don't get free parking if you buy a single-game ticket to come to an Iowa Heartlanders game. You just have to remember to put out the parking pass or have it on your phone there uh, when you're when you're parking. You just show your phone like you would your ticket coming into an event, you get free parking, which is awesome because – People want to know when they come to an event that it's going to be easy to park. And we've all been gouged by the parking lots at some more major events where you're paying sometimes 50 a $100. I know I, I grew up 10 miles from New York City, and I know that if you wanted to go and see a show in New York City or whatever, you're going to be paying $50. But here you get it for free when you buy a Harlander ticket, which is
1: great. Well, especially in lieu of uh, everything, the prices of everything are going up. The pandemic created quite a, a, a an interruption in people making money, whether it's restaurants, hotels, or, or sporting events. So, uh, and speaking of the pandemic, are there any uh, uh, special requirements that are necessary to to keep in in place uh, during the season?
2: No, there's not from a fan perspective, which is um, which is nice. And that, you know, we, while we follow all, you know, local and state recommendations on public health, there's not, there's nothing like a vaccine requirement or a mask requirement. Um, which I, I think, in this area as well, people have a general sense of how they want to handle themselves at this point of the pandemic, which I think at this stage is quite appropriate. And while we're following all state and local health guidelines, we don't have any mandates or requirements in place
1: give us uh, some more uh, information about the social media and the website that allows people that are hearing us now and, and curious about uh, more information can obtain it
2: for sure. So on the Heartlanders perspective, it's, uh, it's com, And then from there, if you click on the tickets page or visit com slash tickets, takes you directly to the single game tickets and the, and the deals available. We have family four packs, we have single game tickets, and discounted group tickets. Family four packs gives you a bunch of uh, other options for food and drink and vouchers to local business, which is Tavern Blue Restaurant, which is a nice uh, you know, four pack that we put together. So, again, that's IowaHeartlanders.com slash tickets or just IowaHeartlanders.com. And then we have our phone number, which I, I hate like saying phone numbers over a show or the air, but I guess on a podcast, it's a little bit more appropriate uh, since people can rewind 10 seconds easier than if it was live radio. So the the number for tickets for the Heartlanders is 319-569-GOAL or 319-569-4625. And then there's Extreme Arena uh, as well. And you can visit the Extreme Arena website, which is just ExtremeArena.com. And they have all the events as well. And you can link back to Heartlanders tickets and events um, which we're we're grateful for that it's so easy to be able to provide fans ways to in multiple ways to to access uh, information in case you forget the URL.
1: Awesome, David Fine, voice of the Iowa Heartlanders. Uh, David, is this facility uh, built by the University of Iowa, or are they just taking advantage of the facility and and renting it out for events that they need?
2: It's not. No, it was not built and it's not operated by the university. It's operated by Spectra Venue Management, which used to be known. Some, some uh, people might know it as Comcast Spectacor, but Spectra Venue Management, which operates um, a number of facilities um, and has for many years uh, as well. As, uh, uh, Spectra is the operator of the arena. And then like the Heartlanders, you're renting space from Spectra um and uh, Hawkeye, i assume would have a similar arrangement
1: what uh do you have any idea what the overall cost to to uh, build this facility was
2: i do 50 million dollars is the was the construction cost of the facility
1: they're probably going to make enough. that back in like a week and a half <laughs> <laughs> You're
2: I, I, I was not living here when it was starting to be built. I only got here basically as the finishing touches were being uh, uh, put on. And it's, uh, it's marvelous, guys. You come here for an event, it's, it's easy. Everything is easier than it is in some past spots that I've been um, where, you know, you might have to walk four blocks and five blocks and some sometimes unsavory areas Uh, in order to get to your car like it's not that way here it's a nice family-friendly intimate facility where the parking you can you know you're close parking no matter where you park within just a block or two Um, all the restaurants and shops it's alive after a game it's very family-friendly and oriented with the restaurants and the shops there's always people around and it's just great like you feel really lucky to be here I moved from a thousand miles away and like I was, I don't know if risk is the right word, but I was moving away from family. Um, uh, you know, most of my family is based on the East Coast, but I was moving away as a late twenties something to uh, to come out here to Iowa, and I just loved it here. I love the community, I love the arena. The people here are fantastic and top notch, and it's uh, fun to be winning some hockey games in between as well.
0: I don't mean to cut well, in, don't but we're, we're running a little short. Do uh, you got anything else, uh, Steve, before we wrap this up, or Dave?
1: Well, I got a a couple of hundred things uh, more to ask. Uh, We're going to come in and do a part two then, right?
0: Yeah, we're going to do Iowa Heartlanders Weekly next.
1: All right. All right. Well, I'll save my questions till then. And David, we appreciate you taking your time to to hang out with us. Absolutely.
2: You guys are asking some good questions, putting me to the test, and I can't wait for part two here around the corner.
0: So we've been talking with David Fine about the uh, Extreme Arena in Coralville, a $50 million state-of-the-art facility that will blow your mind when you get to see it. So uh, thanks for listening, and uh, we sure appreciate it.